This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity has turned the lake massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Geology Flannel Cast. My name is Steve. Hey, everybody. This is Chris. Hello. This is Jesse. I nailed that. Welcome. 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 Thank you, Jesse, for patting yourself on the back so early in this podcast. <laughs> you, if you need to celebrate the small victories in life sometimes. That's it. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's my. Speaking about victories, everybody that's listened to the podcast now is, is victorious for, yeah, that's right. uh, for downloading this episode. So celebrate that big victory. Yeah, you're the real winner right here. <laughs> yeah. Good job, you sitting out there listening to this podcast. Um, yeah. Guys, welcome to the premier geology podcast, the Geology Flannel Cast. Hope everyone's having a, a great day out there. We're, we're doing we're doing pretty well ourselves. No complaints over here. And uh, just here to uh, sit down this lovely Monday night and uh, talk about some geology tonight. There you go. Now, uh, for our Patreon listeners out there, some of the Patreon tier extras, they get to... Uh, Listen in as we're recording live and talk to us before and after the podcast and stuff like that. But Chris, we haven't brought this up yet, but every week your room behind you is getting messier and messier. <laughs> Normally your stuff's all put together and nice and neat. And I'm, I'm getting a little worried about you, buddy. This is this is, uh, this is the, the room that hasn't gotten fixed yet. So yeah. we're, uh, At least we're, there's we're no there. more microwave on the ground. The microwave's off the ground. Um, yeah, uh, it's just the uh, the storage room, the, the temporary. Uh, I, you know, whatever those people. Oh, what's it? What's the saying? Never mind. Just, don't was, worry about it. <laughs> I was hoping. I was wondering where, where you're going with that. I do like how there's a different instrument every week. Like you're putting together yes. a band. You're gonna slowly make us start playing an instrument. <laughs> yeah. This is your ruse to to get us to be a garage band. Yeah. A Zoom Garage Band. <laughs> <laughs> got the drums, I got the axe back there. Yeah, you know. Um, well, you know, I some would say that uh, you know music can create a hum. Ooh, right? ah, nice segue. Ah, nailed it. Let's talk about some uh, some hums that aren't caused by by human beings. Or are See they? I do that. Mm. Um, today's topic is going to be on the Taos hum. So. Uh, I guess a bit of a background. If this is, this is a fun, this is kind of, this would be uh, how can I, how can I preface this? This is going to be under the conspiracy theory, not conspiracy, what would you natural unproven natural phenomenon. Yeah. That's yeah. Category. Yeah. That's there you go. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, not, yeah. Uh, if you're, if you're tuning in today for some cold, hard geology facts, well, stay tuned. They're coming, <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, this is you, not, yeah, I, I, I don't think this one's going to show up on the PG exam. Uh, probably not. No, it would be pretty awesome if it did, though. It would. They should loosen up a bit. <laughs> I should have some fun questions. Yeah. On that thing, maybe you know? maybe like, it's on the uh, New Mexico version of the PG exam. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. So yeah, so Taos is a town in central New, Mes- New Mexico. There's a New Mexico. <laughs> So uh, Taos is known for its, uh, there's a lot of skiing in the area. Um, so uh, like maybe like an hour or so from Santa Fe-ish. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's up on the plateau in, in the north part of the state then? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I think it's yeah north so. central. 
North Central. North. Yes. Yeah, North. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you're getting up. And uh, so non-geologically speaking, uh, Taos is known for its skiing and its earthships. Have you guys seen the Taos earthships? I've heard of these. Refresh me, please. They're like uh, super sustainable living domiciles yes that redundant um it, it's all made of recycled material out there and they, they just use this is it's very very sustainable living like they're mud walls and they, they use like bottles and tires uh, old bottles recycled bottles and tires to for their walls and stuff like that mixed with the mud and it's, it's actually pretty cool the with all the sustainability associated with the uh um with the earthships but if uh we're not going to be talking about the earthships today, but if you if you are interested, just Google Taos earthships. They're pretty cool houses out there. Um, but uh, so um, I didn't I, I didn't realize this. It is Taos, Taos is is up there. It's it sits at um, five thousand feet, almost seven thousand six. Almost seven, yeah, yeah. sixty nine hundred, yeah, uh, sixty nine sixty nine. We give me a little chuckle. Uh, <laughs> uh, is the elevation? I didn't. I didn't realize. I mean, that's uh, what's the elevation of? Is that's higher than Denver, right? Yeah, yeah Denver's five thousand. Yeah, five yeah. thousand two eighty. Yeah. So Albuquerque, I believe. Let's see if we can fact check. I think Albuquerque's taller or higher than Denver as well. So right, Albuquerque's closer to six, maybe. Huh. So I mean, it's up there. It's actually, and right north of it is. Um, wheeler peak which is the highest peak in um in new mexico at at thirteen thousand feet which is crazy yeah uh i didn't i didn't really uh, but i guess the, it's part of the sangre de cristo mountains sangre de cristo, yeah, yeah and they're, goes, they're big you can yeah they're big mountains yeah you, you'll hit some 14ers it goes up to colorado and you'll get some 14 i was gonna up there. i was gonna say I, i've seen them from colorado <laughs> if you've ever been to Great Sand Dunes National Park, the mountains in the background are the Sangre de Criscos. Uh, it um, so it's it's named after uh, an early surveyor and and you know cartographer George Wheeler, but it used to be called. It was renamed after Wheeler in 1950, but it used to be called Taos Peak. Mm. Mm. It's not a very original name. Come on, what? What? I mean, we're, we're we're given. Shouts out to Taos this whole episode. Let's let's continue to be its its promoter here. <laughs> okay. Um, um, so let's uh, let's jump right into this. So supposedly some people can hear a hum, and I guess this has become the Taos hum. And uh, so what's uh, what are some of the uh, I guess the more the, what are some of the non-scientific explanations for this hum that are got, uh, floated out there? I got so mundane to the fantastic, psychological to paranormal, stoned hippies. That's that's one Wait, <laughs> explanation. Yeah, stoned hippies. There's the hippies not really are just stoned, or yeah. the stoned hippies are make, making the hum. Oh, that's a good question. It didn't There's differentiate. I just assumed. I just assumed the people who heard it were. Anyway, uh, secret government much nitrous oxide, I guess. Secret government mind control experiments. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, underground UFO bases. I mean, that's pretty legit. Uh, and then we did talk about this before. Uh, waves crashing in Baja, Mexico, right? 
Yeah, that that I love that explanation because it is just so out there, but also like okay, it's like a thousand miles away though. Uh, yeah, it's pretty far. I mean, so the waves like just basically reverberating sound, like you yeah, must have some hard hard solid crystalline rock. Yeah, some sort of some connects. sort of sound moving oh. through the crust yeah. and the resonance of the waves hitting every like eight seconds or something and. Yeah, I mean, you get you get crazy noises. Do, do you have you ever heard about the bloop? No. Yes. So, I feel like we talked we talked talk about, about this bloop? one. I think we did, but carry I on. don't. I never heard of that. Maybe. Uh, what's up? What's explain to the uh, the listeners out there that never heard of the bloop? So the bloop was um, this noise that was picked up by Noah the. Um, National Geographic and Atmospheric Administration. And I, I don't, they were, you know, they have, they're always, they got ocean in their name. They're always doing ocean business, but they were um, one of their monitors out. I want to say in the Pacific, it was out. It's near. Um, it's like, the, it's, it's actually near the furthest point from land. There's like a there's a point in the Pacific Ocean, okay. um, point. It's called Point Nemo. I just I just pulled that one out of, out of Finding thing. Nemo. Yeah, um, and they actually so they heard um, this this noise, this remote part of the Pacific Ocean, South Pacific Ocean. Um, <clears throat> their laboratory just heard this. Bloop. It was this really low, low frequency, like high amplitude noise. And they couldn't, it was just like a standalone sort of thing. They couldn't figure out what it was. I love that they called it a bloop too. The bloop. All these like super smart scientists. And what, what, what should we call it? You know, the bloop. Yeah. Oh, I think maybe they were, um, I think they were listening. It was probably like a project to listen for like, subs to find if like i don't know ah. it's a cold the russians war. are coming or yeah, something yeah well there was one actually uh and there, uh, there's a radio lab episode about this ah. that uh with uh what, it was a scandinavian country they had all these um basically microphones in the ocean because they were concerned about russian submarines and they started hearing some stuff and Russia's like, dude, that ain't us. And they're like, ah, oh, you know, they they started dropping depth charges and stuff like that. And uh, turns out it was actually uh, fish flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> this um, this one, uh, they well, they initially thought it was animal <clears throat> in origin, some sort of like deep sea creature. I don't know. I assume a giant squid. We'll just say mm-hmm. giant squid. Probably the kraken. Yeah. 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 It, it turns out <clears throat> it's actually it was actually a ice quake. So an ice quake. An ice quake um, off the coast of Alaska. And it made a blue. Or no, uh, Antarctica. Sorry. Uh, we were looking at pictures of Alaska before the show. That's why. Now off the coast of um, Antarctica, there was. I guess calving of icebergs, maybe, or some sort of ice quake. And it caused a bloop out in the Pacific Ocean? It, it just, it somehow created a resonance in the water. That, uh, yeah, just 
Okay. I mean, I guess if that could work, then then maybe uh, waves crashing in Baja, Mexico could cause the Taos hum. Yeah. Well, let's uh, so let's get to the background of this uh, <laughs> of this hum here. Uh, so reports of the hum have gone back to the early 1990s. So we got about 30 solid years of of humming going on. Uh, that's not possible. The 90s was like eight years ago. Well, I was gonna say less about <laughs> 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Anyways, this uh, is what happens when you get old, Chris. You think <laughs> stuff that happened two or three years ago, it really happened in like 2002. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> Back in the 90s, uh, residents of Taos started reporting uh, this low frequency, like it's a constant low frequency buzzing or, or rumbling noise. And it started to be known as the the Taos hum. Um, so people said it sounds like a droning sound. Others say it sounds kind of similar to like a diesel engine idling off in the distance. And uh and uh, but apparently some people that can hear it, it like drives them crazy. It doesn't stop. It interferes with sleep. Um, and interestingly enough, people claim that it is more noticeable at night and indoors. Um, so by 1993, the locals in Taos, uh, they uh, they raised their concern to uh, the United States Congress. Huh. Uh, and uh, oh, actually, you know what? Just as Congress, I don't know if that's state Congress or federal Congress. Anyways, they went to the government, either state or federal government. And uh, so there's a public study and they interviewed residents and uh, used sound detection de- devices or instruments around town to see what was going on. So out of all the people in Taos, what percentage do you think can actually hear the Taos hum? What do you think? I know this. So I'm not no. going to answer. Okay. No. Uh, is twelve percent two? What two percent made this giant fuss about the Taos hum? <laughs> now, Jesse, if you were reading our perfectly formatted outline, oh, you I, would have known what percent of people can hear the Taos hum. That, that was my blunder. Yeah. So let me take this moment to thank our sponsor, the Formatting Formula formattingformula.com or youtube forward slash c forward slash formatting formula for all of your word document formatting needs thanks formatting formula yeah so if you if you have anything any little issue with word that you think you could do it faster i mean let's face it we we've all used word in some sort of respect um but if you need to do stuff faster quicker more efficiently um, check out their videos. They teach you how to do it themselves. Or if you want to do it super fast, just send them an email and they'll fix it for you. So, but make sure you say the geology flannel cast sent you formatting formula.com. Steve. So, um, hopefully more than 2% of our listeners go check out the, the formatting formula. I'm not going to lie. Even if 2%, I'd be happy. But I'm sure the formatting formula would be happier with more than two percent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so okay. So there's a study going on, and uh, they they could uh, no no sounds were ever detected. Um. So they uh, that this thus the uh, I guess uh, the the case for the hum it uh you know uh don't. They didn't know what it, what was going on. Uh, the only unusual activity during the study was that there's an uh, 
elevated electromagnetic field levels. But uh, they just realized, oh, that was actually local power lines. Whoopsies. Um, so they never identified the source of the hum. So what do you think about that, fellas? Well, probably aliens. Is that, is that what we're thinking? I, mean, I like the uh, underground alien base. Yeah, so uh, if, if 2% two, two could hear it, uh, but then why? So the the two percent of the hearers, um, uh, a a portion of those hearers who actually left Taos have said that they've heard it in other places. Now they've looked, and the people who are hearers actually did have elevated hearing compared to normal standards. So. These people may have actually just been picking up like a, a lower register that most people can't hear. It's kind of like one of those apps the kids the kids have these days <laughs> where where it plays like a, a higher frequency tone that if you're older than like 32, like you can't hear it. Um, so may, maybe these people actually can hear something that others can't, and it just happens to resonate. Um and who knows, maybe it has to do with some of the stuff like the earth ships and the whatnot, you know, actually the, the homes being really connected to the geology underneath uh, that helps transmit that sand, that sound vibration up through the foundation or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not totally writing it off. I really would like to know, like th this obviously became a, th a thing enough that we're talking about it. You know, it was brought up to Congress and yeah. I mean, it, it might be something innocuous. Do you know about the Windsor hum? <clears throat> so, no, is that another hum at another spot? It's another hum at another spot. Uh, I got you. And that's, that's, the, end, that's the end of my story. Oh. Uh, no, but it, it has a pretty innocuous. So, so, Windsor, Ontario, which is right across the river from Detroit, um, people have experienced a hum there. And it's only certain neighborhoods, mm -hmm. um, but enough that like thousands of people have made like complaints about it because it's enough that they, it's sort of bothersome. Mm -hmm. And so to, to the point where the Canadian officials actually requested U.S. assistance in trying to locate it because it's coming from somewhere in the Detroit River. And actually they sort of located it to Zug Island, which is in between Canada and the U.S. in the Detroit River. Zug Island, Z-U-G? Z-U-G. And it's actually home to uh, a steel mill. And, you know, uh, so probably something industrial, although the, the officials, I don't know if they were purposely trying to stoke conspiracy theories, but... Um, uh, refused access to the steel mill to to um, Canadian officials to investigate the hum. Mm. Um, and they there, there's there's a weird like there's some sort of loophole in the law that because it's like on the international boundary and because it produces steel, like they have like these extra like national security protections. So they wouldn't let anyone on the Island. Mm. Uh, but 
in 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 some in the in the recent in the past year or so, they've actually they've shifted how they're processing iron at this steel mill, and they've they no longer use blast furnaces. They turned off the blast furnaces, and the hum went away. Ah, I was going to say in 2012 there was a a similar thing in Borneo. All of a sudden, all these residents started noticing in the pre-dawn hours, like early morning, there was a mysterious unexplained hum that was uh, noted as like roaring or giant, a giant snoring and like enough where like lots of residents made complaints about this. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It turned out it was a, it was a factory that was testing new boilers, but they were <laughs> testing it before the shift started to make, you know, cause if the boiler goes like they didn't want people to die. So, but That's... like they would test this boiler, like, you know, hours before the 7am shift would start. <laughs> so it turns out, it, yeah, it was just, just new boilers. Wow. Well, there's um, some other places that have a hum is uh, Bristol, England. Um, this goes back to the 1970s. People were reported hearing a steady humming sound in the distance. Uh, in the 1980s, the, uh, the British officials tried to track it down, and uh, it was eventually blamed on automobile traffic and local factories. And then the reports of the hum continue to this day. Another one, another area that hears a hum. Uh, Bondi. Hold on, hold on. That sounds shady. That sounds like a cover-up right there. Ah, it's probably cars. Don't worry about it. Oh, there's a hum at my house. It's called I-95. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have uh, Bondi in Sydney, Australia. They had a hum for several years, and uh, apparently it was making people go crazy, and they're just trying to put music on to block it out. <laughs> um, okay, another one, Kokomo, Indiana. Uh, hundreds of residents reported hearing a hum and uh, the municipal government started to investigate it. This was in 2003. Uh, the hum was industrial noise. Um, and uh, apparently people can still hear the hum and, and stuff like that. But in, uh, in Taos, people say that it's not just hearing the sound. It's also attributed to headaches, nausea, Nosebleeds and diarrhea. Ooh, Ooh. they did it. Sound. Yeah, they did a MythBusters on the old brown note, trying to figure out if there was a bass frequency intense enough that it would actually cause your bowels to loosen. Turns out there isn't. There isn't. (laughs) But but back in the in the nineties, you know, when booming systems were like all the rage. you know, some CDs would actually say, like, you know, warning, <laughs> this has so much bass, it may cause your bowels to release or something like <laughs> it was just, it was a marketing thing. But yeah, so, yeah. Uh, well, there was, na- I was talking to a NASA engineer <laughs> and it, uh, what they do you, when, when a rocket launches, there's a lot of vibrations involved. And so what NASA has done is over the years, they've done experiments where they subjected humans to these different um, these different frequencies because we you know with uh, constructive waves um, it can basically work it's the same principle on how your microwave works it uh, microwaves match the same frequency as the 
the vibration of the H2O molecule. Yeah. That's how you're spins it around. Yeah. And so this can happen with rockets. So you cannot have, because like it basically they NASA did research on the, what is the natural, you know, uh, vibrational frequency of your liver or something like that of, you know, and they did all these different organs. And so when they have these, when these rockets are, um, set to have to put people on it, they don't have, they've got to make sure that they don't have these certain frequencies. Otherwise you could, you could basically rupture an organ from this happening. And then I asked this, uh, I asked this engineer, I said, how do they do this? They just like subject people to like these frequencies. And they said, Oh, uh, this hurts now. And he goes, that's exactly <laughs> what they did. Like, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of subjecting people, I saw the new, uh, maverick promo in the theater the other day not gonna lie looks awesome (laughs) i'm not i do not have very high expectations for that movie what it's gonna be horrible are you kidding me no you're too young then top gun was the bees uh, the original i am not yes i'm not gonna the the original top gun phenomenal so remake is going to be horrendous oh, okay oh yeah it's not a remake it's a sequel he the sequel, the sequel. i'm sorry you're right yeah. yeah but they um so i i don't know if it's everywhere but i know in the on the jersey shore at least um because there's an air base in atlantic city uh there's an air national guard station and they they do you know the fighter jets training and whatnot but they can't break the sound barrier over land anymore because it would it, it vibrates the house yeah 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 and causes damage and whatnot yeah i think there was a uh, csi about that house collapse because it was near a, a naval base or something or an <laughs> air base yeah but, so they, they have to do it over the ocean it's still very loud and, and shakes things yeah so it back in 2012 Speaking of hums and stuff, there was a university student uh, near Edmonton, Alberta, that she posted a video that contained strange sounds that she asked for help explaining. And this video apparently went viral and got like 2 million views and people were freaking out about this strange sound. Yeah, it turned out that the student faked it. And they faked it to like teach their parents a lesson saying like, please don't believe everything you see on the internet. And her little lesson ended up like being a huge lesson because it got millions and millions of views, <laughs> people trying to figure out what this strange noise was. So I'm sure uh, it probably still gets passed around. Oh, I'm sure. Those, those things don't just die off. No. People turns out don't learn the lesson. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, I was just, uh, so in Taos, when they were looking for this, uh, when they're looking for the sound wave, they're looking at for it to be like really low frequency, like some of the, like the lowest audible frequencies. So they're, 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 um, when they are looking for it, they're, they're looking for anything between eight and 80 Hertz. So they call it like ultra bass frequencies. Yeah. And you're going to yeah. hear more of a rumble and a throb in, in, instead of like an actual like tone. It's but, uh, uh, yeah, because I want to say audible is like 60 hertz. Like, I don't think we can hear anything down past 60 hertz. You kind of feel it more than hear it. I could be wrong. Yeah, humans uh, 
Uh, they can they can actually detect down to twenty. Twenty, okay. Twenty to twenty hertz to twenty kilohertz is what the what the government tells me. Yeah. So twenty to twenty thousand hertz. Trying to think of my old graphic equalizer days. Can I? Were you going to say? Can I talk a little bit about Elf? God. So the Will Ferrell movie. It's great. Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? So it turns out he thought he was an elf because he went crazy hearing the hum. Oh, that's, that's, that's in the right. That's, oh, that was in the darker Elf Two movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. It turns out he's in a yeah he's in a he's just like locked away in a room. It's all in his head. Anyway, yeah. uh, they didn't make that movie. No, Elf <laughs> is is what they call like you were saying extremely low frequency. Um, usually. I, I've read Elf as being three to thirty hertz. Is that what you said? Three, to, three to thirty. Is that what you said? Three to thirty. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading eight to eighty. They're yeah, three to thirty, off. and wavelengths of anywhere from a uh, hundred thousand to ten thousand kilometers. Whoa! A, wow! So wow! In, so one of the places we we see uh, Elf, elves, elves, Elvin. Elven waves um, naturally is is lightning and, and sort of other disturbances in um, the magnetosphere. So in the magnetic field of the earth um, creates these really long wavelengths that can travel around the globe. Um, but one of the one of the problems when we try and as humans figure this out is that we can't really build antennas for this because you need you don't they're, have they're, big enough. Yeah. You need dipoles that are <clears throat> 10 to 40 miles. <laughs> so it's just two poles. With, so that we, you know, the, you know, only basically the U S Russia and China have built them um, <clears throat> for military purposes, of course. Um and the one the Navy has one out in Wisconsin that has a dipole that is uh, 14 miles long. So it's you know two poles in the ground with with an overhead wire that's 14 miles, and uh, so it can generate. And you, I mean, you need megawatts of power mm-hmm. to 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 generate it. So they, 1. you know, what 21, one gigawatts. So the, do you know why the main reason they do this though? What's that? Bum, 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 is that these low frequency elf waves can get through they can penetrate water oh i was just about to go there yeah yeah so they use it to talk to Submarines. subs underwater subs so oh. they use it did you see the the takamo aircraft no what's that oh it's the aircraft that employ these radio frequencies oh. to communicate to the submarines huh. and yeah, they 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 use the the lowest end of of base of uh, of the spectrum of light or sound. I'm sorry to communicate with the um, the submarines, but uh, these planes operate at night. They're super top secret, and this can explain some of the potential hums heard by people in along coastal regions. Uh. Uh, Scotland, for example, they say some hums are coming out of a naval base there. Um, uh, some residents in, in some Massachusetts, uh, tiny Massachusetts towns, um, 
of huh. Nahant and Hull. People claim they can hear the hum, and it, but it goes undetected in Boston. Hmm. What? Should we hear it in Boston or? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, now the other, the conspiracy theorists will say that the, um, the hum large, uh, let's see, it's, uh, a mind control scheme executed by the U S and UK governments. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it has driven people to become temporarily insane. One person in, in the United Kingdom killed himself from oh. after, oh, after hearing the hum. Yeah. Yeah. The Tao some or. Just hums in general. Oh, I mean, they can get annoying, I guess. <laughs> well, um, murders have happened, serial killers, all this stuff. Like people are just basically saying, like, they can hear this hum. So, yeah, it, it is interesting. I wonder if you, yeah, I'd like to see a like a cross section of the demographics of people who've heard the hum. Well, I would like that, and just a general like hearing test <laughs> did we not do this yet? well so one of the one of the ideas is that it's it's um this thing called uh spontaneous auto auto acoustic emissions okay. mm. uh soas which are they, they think happen in most adults like anywhere from from like 30 to 60% of adults, according to some studies um, with normal, otherwise normal hearing. And it's basically, you're kind of just, you're usually unaware of it. And so they think it's maybe people it's, you generate your ears are generating their own noise. Uh-huh. The thought is that for whatever reason, some people have keyed in to, to hear it. And sometimes you can, you know, you, when you hear it is you might hear like, uh, you know, when it's, otherwise quiet you hear like a hum or like a one of the, the noises that you might hear like a like a cicada sound okay or like a buzzing or a ringing it's sort of like tinnitus sounds mm-hmm. like the noises but, yeah the, the thing though is for tinnitus that sound doesn't go away it's pronounced no. it's actually pronounced tinnitus oh well, it's not it, tinnitus. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Especially if we're talking about the Bristol hum, I feel like that's how they pronounce it in the UK. Well, regardless, if you got something wrong with your ears, it doesn't only happen just at night. No. Yeah, and it's well, not, it's, but it's twenty-four hour thing. Well, and so that's I think the the thing with this this spontaneous one is that your hearing is otherwise fine. It's just sort of when it's quiet out that you can key in on it. Mm. So maybe, I don't know. Well, I like this one. Uh, Dr. David Bagley, head of audiology at um, Addenbrooke's hospital in England has researched the hum for years and blames the phenomenon on sensitive brains, not ears. Hmm. Our sense of hearing is greatly heightened in times of stress. He explained to the BBC, uh, the, ba- the brain cranks up the volume to detect the slightest threatening sound. So I like that. Maybe uh, sensitive brains, not sensitive ears. That's what I say about myself. Just, <laughs> a very sensitive brain. Yeah. Um, I mean, ultra low frequency, just to get back to it, can penetrate through Earth, too. Mm. It's, it's sometimes used 
sometimes used in communication radios in mines. It was also used to save our hero in Dante's Peak. Ah, Elf was the name of the. That's right. I forgot about that. The receiver that Pierce Brosman took. Into Thank you, NASA. Thank you, NASA. Yeah. Thank you, NASA. Because NASA's, because you hear it in the the ionosphere and the magnetosphere, and so the NASA studies it. They've actually think they've found um, uh, old, extremely low frequency waves on Titan, Saturn's moon Titan. So that's, you know, kind of these waves um, hmm. doing, doing something with like the, you know, ammonia ocean and, and the, the water and ammonia in the ocean. You get these weird resonance going on. Hmm, how about that? Thank you, NASA. What is the, um, just out of curiosity, what type of uh, Hertz freak or what type of frequency do we have associated with earthquakes? Hertz donut. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> do, you, do you want a Hertz donut? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yeah. Hertz donut. Punch oh. Come on. Okay. Uh, so that's so ultra again, back to these ultra. So yeah. it's going to be ultra low frequency. That's what it comes down to. Cause I keep talking about it. Um, is, uh, there was initially thought that they, they, they pre their precursors to earthquakes, and there was um, was it Loma Prieta where they thought they there was a researcher, yeah. So there was a researcher who thought there was an occurrence of spike in in ultra low frequency before Loma Prieta, although. <clears throat> Uh, subsequent people looking at a study, looking at this researcher's study, found that it was just the sensor that had malfunctioned. Oh. <laughs> Although no. some some researchers using satellite data um, think they have observed it over Haiti before the the 2010 7.0 magnitude earthquake. Oh wow! But they saw it a month before. Wow. They're trying to. Well, so generally speaking, earthquakes uh, release seismic waves mainly in the frequency range of 0. 0.01 to 10 hertz. Yeah, that's that's pretty low. So um, humans oh, can hear that, between yeah. 20 and 20,000 hertz. And that's why it's one of those Hollywood go tos, like, because some animals can hear that low frequency. Uh, yeah, well, there's uh, Jesse's got the story of that guy that. Uh, Looks at the dogs. Yeah, the, the newspaper. The, the news- oh, the dogs running away. That's right. I think that was Loma Prieta too. Or no, was that oh, Northridge? That, I think that was Northridge. Yeah, where he saw the. He looks at the. Looks in a newspaper for the lost, lost pet section, and he sees an uptick Watch in the out. number of pets that run away right before an earthquake. It went something. It's something ridiculous too. It, Went from like twenty missing dogs to like two hundred and fifty or <laughs> there, there was an, a noticeable uptick, but we don't have newspapers anymore, so so much for that. Yeah, that's a good point. What do, you, what do you do now if your dog is lost? 
uh, post it on uh, yeah next door or something. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what else we got about the Taos hum? Um, uh, do you know the Jetstream one? No. What's the Jetstream one? That's it's residence frequency. So you got like you were saying earlier about where you got residence residence things are in phase boop, 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 boop. yeah um so something with like the jet stream <clears throat> the amplitude of the jet stream at, at 30 to 40 hertz matches up with it gets amplified it, it you get a shearing motion as the jet stream comes south and hits slower moving air and that shearing uh, of the of those two air masses it creates a uh, uh, a certain resonance that gets amplified by <clears throat> the power lines around Taos. Huh. And so you get you you they've I think people have actually shown that you see these little micro vibrations in the power lines. Because the, it's something with the height has the same, it creates this resonance frequent frequency. That's pretty interesting. I, I know the engineering of like how much slack to build into those lines is, is specifically engineered to reduce that resonance. Yeah. I mean, you know, they add a, a certain amount of slack to them so they don't end up vibrating in the just normal wind, but not jet stream, jet stream wind, but yeah. Other, I mean, other people have called this complete, nonsense, but I mean, that's, you look, um, I want to say it was, I want to say somewhere like Italy that you had, um, these churches that were built, you know, in, in the, whatever the 11th or 12th or 13th century that have these towers and it's, it's in, you know, the North where you have the prone to earthquakes, <clears throat> but the towers remain standing while like you know, a town gets leveled. And so one of the questions that was always like, why, why is this tall stone structure? What causes it to, to remain standing after all these hundreds of years and earthquakes? And it, you know, it turns out that something with the, the height of the earthquake was, was just the right height to just the height of the tower is just the right, the height to, to absorb the, absorb it. yeah. Yeah. I uh, thought that was always very interesting. Yeah, I'm looking not, at this. Um, yeah, not that it really uh, ties in with the Taos home. Yeah, I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's, well, there's obviously no set explanation on what causes the hum here. And I don't know if we'll ever find out what causes the the Taos hum and, and why only uh, 2% of the population actually hears, hears the hum and 98% is walking around just, you know, love and life. But Taos, <laughs> and the other thing is it doesn't match up even if it's the uh, the aircraft, you know, for the uh, doing the, the, the low frequency for the, um, uh, you, for the submarines. Oh, you were going to say the UFOs. It doesn't even match up with the frequency of the UFOs, <laughs> an underground UFO base. Taos is, in, the, Taos is a land, it's New Mexico's landlocked. There's no coast. Yeah, I, 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 I really liked the the waves hitting against Baja 
California there because it mm-hmm. you know it, it has that huge funnel like it's a huge funnel there yeah Baja California and then you have the you know Mexico well Baja California is part of Mexico but you know what I mean Baja California mm-hmm. and mainland Mexico or whatever um and I, I remember I, I I've kind of I dug into it a, one time and tried to find some structure maps and like it doesn't structurally necessarily make make much sense it's not like the beds fold upwards at, at Taos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm, you know, it might be something with the, the, because it is sort of on the, the edge of the, the, the mountains there, Taos peak and Sandra de Cristo mountains. So maybe, maybe it's something, maybe it's something. It's not nothing. I don't discount those two people. 2%. <laughs> two percent. Two percent. Two people. Yeah. Out of a hundred people survey, just the, the two percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, that's pretty much it for the Taos Hum. Let's uh, let's just do a real quick poll. What do you think it is? What do I think it is? Yeah, I think it's uh, auditory hallucinations. Hmm. I agree, I guess. I don't want to agree though. Like, part of me, they did an X Files episode about this, or they did an X Files episode about ultra low frequency um wavelengths or whatever oh no frequency and wavelength come on and they did a an episode where they talked about elf waves and then said it's probably what causes the hum and taus and so i always like to think of myself as as a molder but i i have too much science so i'm more of a scully these days and i don't like it <laughs> like well, i want to <laughs> I was just gonna, you know, I like the idea of the, of the waves or the jet stream shaking things, but yeah, it's probably just people's ears. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, it hits the music note of E flat. Oh, what it? <laughs> but only at night, and if you're inside. Um, <laughs> yeah, had a few beers. Um, but, uh, well, that's interesting. Then one, another thing I'm looking at here is could the mountains be the source of the hum? Um, that's, I'm looking at, a am on New Jersey, New Mexico's Bureau of Geology and Mineral Resources. Now looking at their structural geology map, trying to see if, see if any of this makes go. sense. I mean, it's offset from Baja now that I look at it too. It's, you know, it's to the to the northeast it doesn't doesn't make sense doesn't make yeah sense. um i would like to hear more about these ufo hi uh, theories the underground ufo base is pretty good that's a fun one yeah um where do they come out of then where's the where's the hatch that they the mountain the peak wheeler peak the Wheeler Peak just opens up. I guess, yeah. It's like, uh, wasn't there a bad guy that lived in a mountain in GI Joe? Uh, Doctor Evil, didn't he live in a mountain? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Liquid hot magma. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh, there's a uh, Talus Hum hot sauce. So if you uh, can't get the hum out of your head, try the hot sauce. Taos hum hot sauce. I love it. Yeah. 
There you go. I mean, if we have any listeners out there in Taos, send us some hot sauce. Yeah. Well, I like hot sauce. Pretty good. Um, after this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen and show you this geology, geologic map because there is something interesting where you have the Taos sits like on the uplift and it's right in between. I mean, it sits in a valley between these or it sits on a little uplift between two bases, and it sits on a really interesting, you know, the Cimarron arch. Hmm. Maybe, maybe we solved it right here now. Maybe Mm. that's what, yeah. Well, the other towns that had the hum were either, you know, they could think people, I guess the authorities could uh, put the blame on interstates or industrial sounds or, but, uh, you can't, you can't do it. Taos is kind of middle of nowhere. It's just, uh, there's no, yeah. there's no, I'm sure there's interstates in the area, but it's, um, they're not, it's nothing like you'd see on the, um, like on the East coast interstates. Um, I don't think there's too much industry out there in Taos. It's pretty, yeah, a lot we, of just open land. Do we not get hums out here? Cause it's just too loud. So loud. that, that- that, Connecticut, Connecticut's really got some homes and Massachusetts got some homes. Mm, that's true. Yep. There you have it. The Taos hum, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Pretty anticlimactic, but there you go. Yeah. Sorry we didn't solve it. Yeah. We're not there to solve it. We're just here to, to give the information out. Right. So. Well, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Geology Flannelcast. If you uh, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, um, you want to help out the podcast, you can. Uh, we have a Patreon website, different tiers of uh, Patreon sponsorship. There, you can uh, some of the perks you get for being a Patreon sponsor. You can come hang out with us before and after each podcast episode. You get some some. Uh, you get uh, you can see some exclusive Patreon footage after we get done the podcast. We we still keep on talking and chatting about stuff, and uh, or uh, you can get a your own podcast topic if you become a topaz tiered or diamond tiered uh, Patreon member. So um, there's uh, geologyflannelcast.com. We got some merch on there that helps us out a little bit too. Or just uh, just tell a friend, just tell 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 your buddy about the geology flannel cast. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, it's all she wrote for this one. Jesse, good one. Most important question good tonight. One. I got I got this one when we're talking about Canada. <clears throat> What's that? Classic Canadian group. Crash test dummies. Yes. Oh, I thought you were with Rush for a second. You said classic Canadian no, group. No, come on. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so the that. 1990s reference right mm. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening to the Geology Final Cast, and we'll see you guys again next week. Another fun and exciting episode of the Geology Final Cast. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for stopping. Bye.